Hi, welcome to Your Cron, short for Your Chronicles. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Your Cron is a podcast where we chronicle ordinary people and their extraordinary stories. We refer to ordinary people on this show as people who are non-celebrities. Our goal is simple, entertain our audience and perhaps even inspire and educate. At the same time, our guests build a part of their legacy through this unique audio opportunity. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. This is October, which is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The timing for my next guest, who I've really been looking forward to speaking with, is perfect. And her name is Mary Catherine Satarsky. Mary Catherine is a mother, a widow, and a Christian who serves the Lord. She is a believer that miracles happen when you put your trust and faith in God. With Mary Catherine's testimony of being healed of cancer, she is now on a mission to reveal to the whole world who really is the true healer. Quoting Mary Catherine here, quote, know this, it's in his hands, end quote. Mary Catherine, welcome to your Quran. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, great to have you on. Uh, so where is a good place to start your extraordinary story? Well, let's start with my uh, memorial service of my husband, my late husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's May of 2009, mm-hmm. and I uh, getting ready, you know, for the, you know, company coming in, and his family, and uh, we are about to have his memorial service. And I had a call from Coach Mike Johnston. He has been the coach of the Katy Tigers and led them through for three state championships. Well, anyway, he gives me a call that he was going to be at my husband's service. Well, I didn't know it at the time that um, when you become a widow at First Baptist, where I was attending at the time, that they assign you a, a deacon uh, to kind of watch over you, you know, in time you need a, you know, anything they, you know, take care of the widows. Mm-hmm. Well, he was assigned to me, and uh, so uh, anyway, um, he actually came to my husband's service, and uh, he's been a tremendous blessing um, through the time that I really needed someone, and uh, so that's where I like to start and uh, how. My daughter had had leukemia when she was 14. Mm. Uh, it, it was a result of a vaccination. Well, anyway, look, the Katie Tigers, that's where my daughter went to high school. Mm-hmm. They made her, the science department had made a huge card, and the football players, the bingo brigade uh, drill team, the bands, uh, the all the students and the staff, they all signed it, and you know, and prayers went out. And um, this school is just amazing how they pray for each other. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, my daughter, when she was first diagnosed, they didn't even give her a week to live because her kidneys had already failed. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, these prayers, I do believe, got heard because. Her kidneys turned around like there was nothing happening. They're just back to normal. And actually, her 
they did another bone marrow biopsy, and it was like all the cancer had been completely gone. Well, the, the doctor, Seth, couldn't understand what had happened. But anyway, of course, I realized it was God's miracle healing from all these prayers. Mm. Well, well, anyway, uh, but the uh, football players, it, it was in middle of October, I guess, when all this was happening. But uh, they would play their games in the honor of my daughter to get fight her battle with cancer to uh, be healed. And uh, not only did they start winning championships, they've had now eight state championships. And uh, I do believe it's very important for students to have prayer at school and pray for one another. And uh, one of my goals is to have prayer put back into schools. And as a result of this, it's very much needed. And uh, that's uh, one of the goals. And also, um, the miracles that God has performed. My husband and I were actually married 14 years before we had our daughter, and she was a miracle in itself. I shouldn't even been pregnant. But in my book, it gives hope to those um, young couples that can't con- seem to conceive that there is hope that God does heal. And uh blesses you with children it's just that you need to turn to him and put your trust in him and we're on his watch and not ours we know whenever he feels it's the right time you'll have children Mm. and uh, that's one of my uh, I guess blessings that I've received from all this and um, and another 14 years later uh, I had a miracle and uh, I'm going to kind of let that uh be in my book for people to read of what happened to me. Uh, so uh, I don't know if um, I should mention it, but I, I really would like to have people read it. And uh, it's just amazing what, how God is the healer. And I find from the beginning of Adam and Eve, we have been eaten from the wrong tree. The tree of knowledge of good and evil mm. is what we've been partaking of. And we need to get to the tree of life. Well, all these years, we've been more or less uh, trying to do it our way instead of God's way. Mm. And God instructs us to eat from the Garden of Eden. And what do we do when we get sick? We run to the doctor and all these chemicals that most drugs are made with have side effects. And I personally believe that Satan's medicines, whenever you have a medicine that has side effects, really we're the temple of God and we shouldn't even be putting that into our body. But uh, I believe that every uh, fruit, vegetable, herbs, spices, God put nutrition in those items that our body needs and we should be partaking of that all natural instead of going and taking drugs that are and also processed food that is uh, what we have today that's really killing us and God says for lack of knowledge my people perish and I feel like we need to educate the whole world actually is down spiral. I mean, look at the diseases that's 
every day that's more and more and more and more cancer. You know, we think with all the chemo, radiation, and drugs, you think it would be almost stopped, but no, it's the opposite. It's more and more of it, and a lot of these uh, treatments is actually causes cancer. Uh, I know when my daughter had leukemia, some of the chemo that they gave her, uh, some of the side effects, they would always print it out for me, can give you other types of chemo, I mean, a cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's uh, what we need to do is educate not only mm-hmm. the medical field, because see, most doctors, MDs, all they study at uh, med school is the chemicals. Uh, and that's what we need to get away from. They need to be taught nutrition. And that's what I'm hoping that we can reach the medical field as well as in our schools to eat healthier. The diets that they have. I worked one year at the cafeteria here at Cinco Ranch Junior High. And if it was mostly just all processed, fat, fried foods, which we don't need. So I think we need to educate our schools. They need not only a healthy diet, we need to trust God in what he has designed for our bodies and go that way to have healthier lives. And my main goal is to make America healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Well, that's a great goal. Um, now, I know... I know you don't want to give too much up what's in your book. Can you uh, uh, share the title with us? Um, the title of my book, It's In His Hands. Anytime I have a worry, I take it to God and I leave it there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, this book is published and available for uh, reading and, and purchase right now. Is that correct? Yes, it's online through Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Okay, good to know. It's in his hands, and we'll put this on the Eurocron website as well. Um, and I, I wanted to just go back to uh, your your daughter and when she was diagnosed with leukemia. She was age fourteen, mm-hmm. so she was a freshman in high school. Yes, six weeks into the first semester of uh, high school. Oh, my goodness. And and you said that she had it a week, correct? And and then it was gone. Uh, What they did, they um, diagnosed her. Uh, MD Anderson, they have like 26 uh, lab research doctors that study each case, and they're the ones that... Um, diagnosed her with ALL, uh, leukemia ALL, mm-hmm. and and um, but her kidneys and she had other issues as well. But the main thing they were worried about was, of course, the kidneys had already failed, mm-hmm. and they had to take her to uh, the Texas Children's, um, not Texas Children, but the uh, I forget the name of the hospital. It's right behind um, the uh, hospital at. Um, MD Anderson. But anyway, they had to take her over there to get uh, hooked up on dialysis because they weren't geared for um, for children's dialysis mm. at MD Anderson. But what they did, uh, after four days, her kidneys had turned around, and they let her get her strength back uh, 
I think we were in the hospital about 19 days but before they did another bone marrow biopsy. Mm. And uh, when they first diagnosed her, they had taken a bone marrow biopsy and her uh, white blood cell count was just off the charts. It was higher than they've ever seen it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, she shouldn't even been alive. It was just a miracle, you know, she was living even, but uh, they didn't the other bone marrow biopsy and it was just all gone. The doctor kept shaking his head. He was telling this other doctor as we were getting ready to go uh, to start her first chemo treatment. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, I just can't explain what happened here, he said. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, uh, of course, it was God's intervention before mm-hmm. she even started chemo. Mm-hmm. But see, in the state of Texas, uh, when a child was a minor, 18 and under, if they're diagnosed with a life-threatening disease, a ch- parent has no right. We cannot say, well, we don't want our child to have chemo or radiation, they'll label us as an unfit parent and they'll take the child away where you can't even see them. So uh, we were facing that problem. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so we just had to always have to leave it in God's hands. And uh, thankfully, those three and a half years that she was um, have under heavy uh, chemo and radiation, she never relapsed, not one time, mm. And uh, which is a very blessing because the thousands of children through those three and a half years, it was some of them would die, some would relapse three or four times, and they'd have to start all over again. They're, that's what that means when you relapse. You start from day one again, mm. but she never did. She never did have a relapse, mm. and she's healthy today and married. Oh, that's great. And what year? Oh, did this occur in Mary Catherine? I think you might have said, but I apologize if I if I missed that. Uh, this was um, 1999. Okay. Okay. October, I think it was the 6th, but uh, she, my daughter knows the exact date, but I believe it was October the 6th when she was first diagnosed. Sure. And you mentioned the, the diet that the schools provide um, if you could wave a magic wand, say, and change it all right now, what what would your menu look like for students? Well, for one thing, I know they they don't have hardly any vegetables uh, or fruits. It's mainly one day it'll be like a hamburger and food mm-hmm. fries. It'll mm-hmm. be like pizza. It'll be uh, maybe let's say. Uh, fried those uh, tender strips. I mean, everything's mostly fried, which they don't need. They need to have maybe baked chicken or roasted chicken. Uh, they need more vegetables and fruits. Um, and definitely the snack bar, uh, they had, I know Michelle Obama had, you know, tried to get the, the schools to have a healthier diet, but they cut out, I think, a lot of the soft drinks, but they still have uh, they need I would suggest um, I know kids don't like um, drink I guess tea or like green tea that has antioxidants but we need to learn how to even have uh, the, the way things are processed see all these processed 
um, drinks have you know high fructose corn, corn syrup mm-hmm. or the refined sugar is deadly for uh, cancer thrives off of it and mm-hmm. we need to cut all that out uh, even you know to this day there's so many children sitting in each classroom that's become obese not just overweight but obese because they eat uh, processed foods morning noon and night Mm-hmm. You know, but our body just cannot handle it. And mm-hmm. more and more, even having heart attacks at age 10 because mm-hmm. they're, you know, that could be avoided just by having a better diet. Mm-hmm. The way we even cook our food is, and unfortunately, they need to improve how they grow our food. Mm-hmm. They put all these chemicals, which needs to be cut out. Uh, that's what's killing us is chemicals. Mm-hmm. And see, they're made with synthetics, and our body doesn't absorb synthetics, mm-hmm. whereas your um, what God has made from the garden is it puts your body in an alkaline state. Uh, the synthetics put your body in acidic, and that's where you know cancer just thrives. And we need to learn how to eat to be, put our body into a healthy state of uh, alkaline. Mm. is what our body really needs. Mm. I want to go back to uh, clarify, just to make sure I I heard right, that you said, I think you said that um, as a minor, the the state dictates um, that the parent, did you say must, if if chemo is the recommended procedure, that the parent must comply? Yes. We have no choice of... Um, at all. We cannot say, no, we don't want our child to have that. Uh, they will will uh, take the child away if you try to, you know, I guess uh, cause trouble. Yeah. I'm curious, um, after clarifying that, have, it, just hypothetically, if that law did not exist, if you had total control on the choice that you could make, what what would your choice have been? I would go to a holistic doctor, mm-hmm. a nutritionist. They believe in all natural. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, they actually study more so because they also study, you know, nutrition compared to where the MDs only study chem- the prescription like type drugs with chem- that's chemicals. Mm-hmm. And they study both, but they they see what how our body does on uh, when you're putting your body in alkaline state and that's what they base their uh i guess their type of medicines you know food supplements um, minerals vitamins uh which god's put into all you know herbs spices and in all of our vegetables and fruits that's what we need to partake of more because it's very, very rare that a child gets any vegetables at, at least at lunchtime at the schools. <laughs> there might be one vegetable the whole week that's actually a vegetable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they don't hardly even eat that because they like the, you know, the processed food, which they've been pretty much uh, convenient. That's uh, what I call it. Mm. The parents, are, you see the lines at the, Fast food places, that's, you know, that's what all they eat off of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and uh, fast food places didn't exist uh, when human beings came into the world. So uh, right. it, was, it was all natural then, right? So uh, yes. something, something certainly has changed. Um, I'm curious for yourself, say, for example, you get the flu. Are, are you completely against any sort of medication, uh, Mary Catherine, like antibiotics or anything like that? Uh, I am, and I'll tell you why. They've already seen that these antibiotics, mm -hmm. they're not getting, because they keep applying them, and people keep going every time they get a little cold or whatever, and they're now not working. And, well, it's uh, once again, it's a synthetic. You have to gear, or I guess educate your mind to go to, your alkaline state, which is your vegetables and fruits mm -hmm. and food supplements, mm -hmm. vitamins, the different vitamins that your body needs uh, is how we need to educate actually even the doctors because they do not study or very little nutrition in their uh, med schools. Yeah. Um, what advice would you share with someone that discovered they had cancer? Well, I'm also a cancer victim, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you how what happened to me. Okay. When my daughter had to have 10 days straight of cranial radiation, about an hour and a half each day, I was in there with her, and they, of course they had it like a chill type thing on her. I don't know if you ever seen those tubes that they put them in, but she was in, that was um, what they put her in. Mm -hmm. Well, I was in the same room and I had one day the, the nurse was still in there and they had started the machine and she ran and knocked on the, pounding on the door. She said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm still in here. Stop, mm -hmm. stop, open the door. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, this is not good, mm -hmm. you know. And they had already told me, oh, you'll be fine. But uh, no, I started getting a little tumor on my breast and uh, it actually gave me inflammatory breast cancer. And um, uh, but you'll have to read my book to see uh, how right. that came about. Um, but uh, no, I still think you should go to God. Right. And in James 5, it says, if you're any sick among you, to go and be anointed with oil and have hands laid on you in prayer mm. and uh, just leave it in God's hands. And he's my healer. And uh, I never did a chemo or radiation. And I, it's been since 2004. And uh, here it is, what, 14 years later, and I'm healthy, and I do stay, you know, I don't try to eat processed foods, I try to eat healthy as I can. And uh, the, the queen of fruits is actually the most beneficial, medically speaking, fruit on the face of the earth. And uh, I take partake of it every day, and I highly recommend that uh that one fruit needs to be uh, educated all over the world to the people because it's very rarely n known and it's starting to get more and more in the states. But see, Southeast Asia and the, along the equator, the Philippines, um, they've been using it since mankind, and that was their form of medicines from the beginning. Mm 
and it's now reaching the rest of the world. We're now just now getting caught up with it. And you called it the queen of fruit? The queen of fruits. That's what it's been labeled. And where can I find the queen of fruit? Well, they, they're they now starting to get a few places. Uh, there's a... The ranch, I think it's called the ranch. Uh, I understand someone told me they saw it there, mm-hmm. but it's it, they've tried several locations, uh, I think in California mm-hmm. and New York. Um, the mangosteen fruit deteriorates faster than bananas even, and they've, the FDA had to reject it because the flies would already be eaten into it and, and be ruined. Mm. But but we have it in a juice form. It's the only form. And they've also made it into, uh, I guess, a tablet form, uh, the mangosteen uh, as well. But uh, I, I, I take the juice every day because it has so many uh, other benefits other than and it's anti-cancer. It's anti-inflammatory. It's anti-bacterial, anti-viral. Uh, it's just really good for every cell in your body. And where do you purchase your juice? Uh, I get it. It's word of mouth uh, mm-hmm. from directly from the company. Okay. And uh, it, whatever address you would like for it to come, that's where they'll send it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. In, in terms of miracles, um, with yourself and, and your daughter. I'm curious how how strong your faith was before those experiences and and did those experiences change your faith, if any? Um, was it very strong even before then? It was. Um, of course, with my husband and I were married, like I said, uh, 14 years before we had our daughter. Mm-hmm. And we had had a sermon uh, about being not able to conceive, and uh, so we asked to be anointed. Uh, this was like the springtime, mm-hmm. about before Passover. And then uh, that fall feast time, I conceived and got pregnant. And, of course, in my book, you'll see why all those years we weren't able to conceive. Uh, the doctors didn't even know how I was even pregnant. Because mm-hmm. that was right there. You know, we knew it was God's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we're on his watch. And uh, But I always knew that I was going to have a child. And, and I know my parents, like, kept thinking, well, we were probably, why don't you adopt, you know. But I just knew that we were going to have a child. And <laughs> God blessed us with her. And uh, that's that of miracle of uh, conceiving like the way we did um it brings hope and also the cancer going through what my daughter we had with her and then myself it brings hope to those patients that are can't have cancer in my daughter's case it was a blood disorder but in my case breast cancer which is breast cancer this month um oh so many my friends have you know passed on because they just didn't have the knowledge about the mangosteen uh, especially at my daughter's time they didn't even have the mangosteen juice uh back then mm. it didn't come it didn't get 
to the United States until 2002, and I learned of it in 2004. Mm-hmm. But it, um, it's you know, I take it every day, and uh, I know it's what God, ha- you know, put in there that our body needs because He found the creation before the foundation of the world. He He designed all that for our bodies, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're the temple of God, and we have responsibility of taking care of that temple and we should be uh try to be as healthy as we can eat healthy and exercise and any kind of worries just put it in god's hands you know i leave it there it's it's in his hands i do that every day yeah Uh, leave it in his hands take the stress away yes stress can kill you We are very excited to have a new sponsor at Yorkron. Luxury men's clothing lines Thaddeus and Tad are now combined on one website. They belong to the same family, they share DNA, might as well have their clothes all in the same place too. Both brands are typically sold at Nordstrom's, Bergdorf's, and unique upscale boutiques, but you can find them online at thaddeusandtad.com. Thaddeus, the uncle, is a collection of sportswear for the man who always arrives well-dressed, but sometimes breaks the rules. Quality fabrics are important, but so are comfort, fit, and details. Some of the pieces are washed and weathered, others more crisp. Thaddeus is designed for the man who is current and comfortable in his own skin. Tad, the younger nephew, is more rugged, more washed and weathered, but willing to learn from the past. Tad is the nephew of Thaddeus, sharing the same namesake and DNA, but interpreted for a new generation of sportswear. Tad is more casual, suggesting a more worn-in, easy look. The fit is slightly slimmer and trimmer. Tad fits the mind and body of a man who wants to put his own stamp on the traditions he has inherited. For menswear that is a tad dressy and a tad disheveled, shop online at Thaddeus and Tad. What what advice do you have, Mary Catherine, for anyone that um, has cancer to their what what advice do you have to Perhaps they're close friends or family. You know, some cancer patients, they don't want to be treated differently. So they may try to keep it a secret from some people. They don't, you know, they don't they don't want people to feel sorry for them, for example. Um, what what so what advice do you have to anybody that has a close friend or, or family member with cancer? How how should they act toward them, I guess? Um well, what I recommend is first do what God instructs us to do. It says go to the elders of your church and ask to be anointed. Uh, that way we know we're putting God and putting it in his hands. But he is our healer. He's our creator. He's our loving father. And he wants us to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recommend, um, you know, just... Put your trust in him and leave it there. 
and I know the doctors, you know, because they they haven't really been educated. Mm-hmm. Of uh, they're sincere, but you can be some hundred percent wrong. Where God doesn't make mistakes. See, man does make mistakes. Even the drugs we take, you know, they have side effects. Every drug the MD, you know, doctors recommend. You ask them. Do they have side effects? And a lot of people don't realize that. They don't even bother to ask. You know, they just take it just thinking the doctor knows everything. Mm-hmm. Well, doctors do not know everything. They're not God. And they need to find out, well, it's, what am I taking? Is it have side effects? They need to ask the doctor. And if it's some of these, I don't know if you ever listen to the ads on TV, uh, these uh medications they have the list some of the side effects it seems it's worse than what you have <laughs> to begin with yeah i start getting sick listening to all the side effects exactly <laughs> right mm. but they need to start educating themselves i mean it, you know we're the temple of god and we have to take care of it you know nobody else is going to the doctors you know they're there to really it's unfortunately uh to make money you mm. know that's their uh, and uh, a lot of this uh, drugs is actually they're finding out the truth about cancer. I don't know if you've seen any of this um, series uh, by Ty Bollinger, but um, it's just awesome. Everyone needs to check those out and uh, watch them. The name one more time. Uh, the truth about cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ty Bollinger is the. Um, Post, mm-hmm. and they also have uh, the truth about vaccines, which uh, way back there, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. was asked uh, to research because uh, I guess there were so many requests of parents that had had children that were injured by vaccinations. Well, there's a lot of fraud also in vaccinations, mm-hmm. and uh, people need to be aware of this and. Uh, before they ever allow their child to be vaccinated. And one another one of my goals is that parents are given the right to choose whether they want their child to be vaccinated in order to go to school. See, right now in most states, especially Texas, if you don't have these shots, they will, I had gotten a letter that your child cannot attend our school. Mm. And that's why we, because here she was going in the sixth grade, and wanted to be with her friends. Mm-hmm. And we gave in and let her have the shots. Well, look what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we, in reality, we were really disobeying God for doing that, knowing that they were harmful to her. Yeah. But uh, everybody should be aware, you know, made known of all these uh, side effects of these shots can have. Yeah, speaking of side effects, so um, a friend of mine told me, you know, on a visit to the uh, doctor, um, was prescribed cholesterol meds, had high cholesterol, and uh, started reading the side effects of the cholesterol meds, went back to his doctor and said, hey, doc, you know, I read all these side effects and and about the liver and this and that and all this, and I'm a little concerned about taking the meds. And the doctor said, well, that's 
fine. Um, but, uh, you know, those are about one in 10,000 occurrence. And, uh, you know, it's either that or risk, risk a heart attack. Which, which one do you choose? And this is like, so he, uh, he chose to continue taking the cholesterol meds. What, uh, how would you respond to a friend telling you that story? I'd tell them, go find your good nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Everything God has made, there are certain vitamins that our body needs. And so you cannot have, there's no side effects. That's the beautiful thing about God's creation. He, there's no side effects, but whereas drugs do have side effects. If any of them have any kind of side effect, you really shouldn't be putting it into your body. As a, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, see, your foods, different foods will help uh, lower your cholesterol or high blood pressure. It's mm -hmm. just that we, the good nutritionists will know all this and help you with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As a cancer survivor, what are some of the challenges that come to mind for you or other people? post-cancer survivors. Excuse that, uh, me. Oh, that's okay. Uh, the challenges that come to, to you or other post-cancer survivors that, that you can share as a post-cancer survivor. Well, let's see. I understand. When, like, when I had my cancer, mm -hmm. And also my daughter has her cancer. Mm -hmm. We bond with those that do have, you know, the parents or uh, like women like myself. We have a bond that's just there. And, you know, we should try to help each other. Uh, just to talk with one another, it helps tremendously. Mm -hmm. uh, just... Uh, Praying, there'd be, I know, two or three when my daughters would be going in for her spinal tap, you know, we'd be out there praying with each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, our prayer is, that veils much, and I would say prayer is the, the best of all. Mm -hmm. Besides, of course, you mentioned earlier, and uh, I did as well in the opening, that this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Besides uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month and, and organizations that support the fight of cancer, what else, if anything, would you like to see to, to happen to help fight this disease? Hmm. I know the American Cancer Society mm -hmm. is a good organization, and they actually support the uh, mangosteen juice, it's on their website. Uh, I'd like to see more of that be uh, be made aware. I don't think uh, it was, uh, you know, so new back in my days when I had cancer. And, uh, now, it they consider me kind of like a pioneer for women that never had chemo or radiation but used this mangosteen juice. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess you might say I'm... Uh, uh, they're uh, sort of like a 
poster child for <laughs> uh, the Langostain juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, um, again, the book is called It's In His Hands. It's available online through Amazon. And um, Mary Catherine, I, I really appreciate, again, you coming on and, and sharing your story with us. I like to end my podcast with a legacy-type question. If in a hundred years, say a family member, for example, is listening to this recording, what do you want them to remember about you, about your experience or anything in general? Well, I should hope that my testimony is a very powerful because I've lived it. I'm not just a person that, no, I guess, uh, You know, I have cancer, and my daughter had cancer, and you know we've lived it and been there. And I can—I feel like my experience is a wonderful tool of educating people, and I hope that they will heed and and put their trust in God and and His simple instructions is just eat healthy. That we all like to eat. I mean, the, to me, that's much better than taking all these drugs and the side effects from chemo and radiation is horrible. Um, I hope that they will heed and uh, that will change the world to a better, healthier world. Well said. Well said. So let's all eat healthier and eat natural and uh, put it in God's hands, as you say. So um, great advice. Mary Catherine, Thank you so much again for being on your Cron. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, again, the book is It's in His Hands. We will post that on yourcron.com. Mary Catherine, have a wonderful evening. And uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.